The Productive Woman, Episode 76. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, I'll share with you my conversation with author, coach, and creative entrepreneur Jennifer Lee, who shared her thoughts on creativity and juggling multiple roles. You'll find information about Jennifer and links to the tools she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 76. This episode is brought to you by Nosby, the productivity tool that's designed to help you simply get things done. Now, Nosby is a task and project manager used by more than 300,000 people around the world, including me. And you've heard me talk about it before. I, I absolutely love it. It was originally inspired by the getting things done method, and it's been developed and perfected by people who are passionate about productivity. I love how flexible it is, letting me work the way I want to from every platform. They have apps for Mac, iPhone, iPad, Windows-based PCs, Android, and Linux. I love how it integrates with services like Evernote and Dropbox and others so that you have everything you need to accomplish a task right there in Nosby. It also lets you view and manage your projects and tasks in a variety of ways making it easy to focus on what needs to be done now and quickly see what's up next. Nosby has built-in features that make it easy to share your projects and tasks with anybody who has an email address. And every Nosby Pro account comes with a second account included, so you can easily collaborate with your spouse, assistant, or business partner to get things done together. I love Nosby. I think you will too. If you haven't checked it out, please do so. And right now, the Productive Woman listeners can get a free 30-day trial of Nosby's Pro Edition by visiting nosby.com slash woman. And Nosby is N-O-Z-B-E. So again, that's nosby.com slash woman for a free 30-day trial of Nosby's Pro Edition and all the great features that come with it. Now, if you decide to continue with the Pro Edition after the 30-day trial, and and I expect that you will because it's just that good, you can use the coupon code WOMAN to get 10% off your subscription price. Let me know what you think, and thank you so much to Nosby for supporting The Productive Woman. And now let's get right into my conversation with Jennifer. I am very pleased to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Jennifer Lee. I first learned about Jennifer several years ago when I found a copy of her book, The Right Brain Business Plan, in a small town bookstore when I was on vacation with my husband. I found the book really fascinating and very helpful, and I've been following Jennifer's work since then. I think she has a lot of interesting things to say, and I'm really looking forward to talking with her and introducing her to you as a listener. So welcome, Jennifer. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you for having me, Laura. 
Well, I'm really, uh, I, like I said, I, I'm very interested in, in hearing what you have to say uh, and the things that you can share with listeners. I know that you run a business that's designed to help creative people build their own businesses that are consistent with the way their minds and their hearts work. And I really look forward to having you share some of your expertise and your insight in that area. But before we get into that, can we talk a little bit about how you manage your own busy life? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so maybe just to give some context for uh, listeners that maybe haven't heard of you before, could you tell us just briefly, just a little bit about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thank you, Laura. So I'm Jennifer Lee. And I, like Laura said, I wrote a book called The Right Brain Business Plan. And I have a follow-up book to that called Building Your Business the Right Brain Way that helps you take what you've launched and really grow it into a, a sustainable business. Um, I work with creative entrepreneurs to help them really leverage their right brain genius, their creativity, their intuition, their imagination to help them build businesses that really support and sustain them. So that's pretty much what I do through coaching, through um, a mentorship program when we have a couple of different courses that we run as well. And I do want to get into this a little more because I really like, um, you have a very different approach to putting a business plan together. And, and we'll mm -hmm. talk about that in a moment. Okay. So, so doing the things that you do, you know, every person's life is a little different and pre presents different challenges as far as staying productive and getting the things done that really matter to them. Can you tell us, you know, briefly, if there is such a thing, what is a, what would a typical day be like for you? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have a typical day. What I do have is kind of types of days. So maybe I could talk about that. Sure. And I like to schedule my week so that I work better when I have blocks of time that focus on either external outward energy or internal inward energy. So Mondays and Wednesdays are typically my client days where I'll do teaching or do interviews so that that's more my external facing time. And so on a day like that, I would be probably on the phone a lot talking to coaching clients or leading sessions, things like that. And then Tuesday, Thursday, I usually don't have meetings because I like to use those for doing content creation, maybe doing some admin, um, planning, strategic planning, that kind of thing. And then on Fridays, I call those my self-care days. So it's self-care Friday and I don't schedule any meetings. Usually I will try and do something nourishing for myself, whether that's going to Pilates class or going to my studio to go painting or going for a hike with my dog. Um, I still might do some work that day, but you know, it's basically on my own time and what's really speaking to me that day. So that's kind of how I block my time, really based on my natural rhythms of energy. And I find that interesting that you mentioned that you do something on Fridays that is nourishing to you just as a, a side issue. The folks who listen to the show know that one of the things I do each year is choose three words that are sort of my theme or my focus, overarching focus for the year. And one of my words this year is nourish. Oh. And it has, you know, it's it, those words all have applications across the board. But, you know, part of it is to nourish my health, nourish my relationships relationships and so on. So absolutely. Maybe I'm aware of that word mm -hmm. <laughs> because that's there. But so what are your 
biggest challenges when it comes to managing your life? And the, to put that in context, I think all of us have different things that we deal with in that are easier or harder for us. For some of us, you know, we're, we're hoarders and it's harder to keep our stuff organized. For a lot of women, it's saying no, you know, for, so for some, it's keeping track of all the things. Are there any particular things that you find challenging in managing your life and getting the things done that really matter to you? Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, <laughs> I relate to a lot of the things you said. I think for me as a creative person, having so many different ideas of things that I want to do or, you know, that I get inspired in the moment, that can sometimes make it challenging to get what I need to get done, done. Um, but that's partly why having my weeks blocked off in those kind of energy type days, then I think you know, like if I got inspired today to do something, but it's a client day, I can just jot a note down and make a note for Tuesday. I'll have some more quiet time or white space to really dive into that. So that's kind of how my schedule helps me manage that issue of having a lot of ideas. Um, And then also learning how to say no. I think you're right. For a lot of women, you know, we're such helpers and looking after other people that it can be really easy to say yes to everything. um, And then our own things kind of fall to the wayside. So certainly have been practicing saying no, and it helps to know, have criteria, right, for what you say yes to and what you say no to. So having, like you have, your three words, your focus for the year can help you do a check of like, okay, does that fit in as an alignment? If not, then I can say no. For me, it's having my you know big vision for the year, my right brain business plan, and that will help me say, well, does this really fit in? If not, then yeah, it can come off the table and let it go. Yeah, and I think I think that's so true that for us to have some sort of touchstone or some some sort of criteria that we look to in deciding what to say yes to and maybe not even so focusing so much on well I I'm, I'm going to say no, but what can I say yes to that's consistent with these values that I've put in place that for me and these guidelines that I've put in place to make sure that I'm accomplishing the things that matter to me and to, you know, to the people I love. Mm -hmm. So very interesting. You've mentioned how you structure your week. And I I love that idea. And it's interesting to me, because it's, I'm hearing about that a lot. There's another productivity specialist that I know well, and I've been on his podcast, and he and I've talked about this, a guy named Mike Vardy, who's very much into theming his days. Mm. uh, With And that's the terminology he uses, but it's very similar to what you're describing, where he has certain days where he may do other things, but maybe the focus on one day is a writing day because he, you know, or a creative day and and a focus on another day is administrative tasks. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hearing that coming from a lot of directions as, and, and you, you know, you can really see how that can be helpful to give some structure. Exactly. And for some people, it's like, they're really great morning people. So like they do all their client stuff in the mornings, they could be really on and then, you know, have a little bit more space in the afternoons. I'm not a morning person. So I don't (laughs) operate that way. Um, And I do better with like knowing the whole day is going to be this type of energy versus having to like go on and off. Yeah, you know, yeah. Very cool. Do you have any other routines or rituals or systems in place that help you manage your energy, manage your time, manage your life to get the things done that you want to do? Mm. Um, you know, I said I'm not a morning person, so I don't have like a really rigid morning ritual when I get up, but I do tend to 
journal for a little bit. And usually it's just like clearing my head. It's mostly rubbish, (laughs) you know, telling myself, uh, you know, positive things or whatever I'm worried about. It's not really powerful writing that happens, but it just helps me kind of ground myself. And I usually will try and do about like 10, 15 minute seated meditation. And that's pretty much it in terms of like, you know, what I do in the morning schedule wise. And then just other ways that I help to, you know, keep my days productive and my work organized. My team and I have been using the project management tool Asana Mm -hmm. for maybe it's been over a year now. I can't remember, but it has made a huge difference in how we're able to prioritize our work, assign the tasks and see the status of where things are in the projects. And I really can't imagine how we operated without it before. It's incredible to think that we did. (laughs) Yeah. Is your team local or are they spread out around, you know, different locations? Mm -hmm. They're spread out. My assistant is in the Bay Area. So, you know, there are times where we do meet in person, but that's usually to do more strategic planning. The day-to-day is all done online. And then we meet on the phone every Monday morning to talk about what's on deck for the week. And then we have another assistant who is also in Northern California, who we have not met in person yet, but it's all over email. Um, And then I have coaches who help um, support my programs, and they are all across the U.S. Yeah, and for that kind of setup, that kind of team, you know, Asana is just such an outstanding tool because you can access it from anywhere and communicate and keep everything all in that one place mm-hmm. uh, for all the various projects. And exactly. It, yeah, I, it's not something I've personally used for a team, but I've, I've played with it a lot and looked at it. And I know a lot of people who use it for their business for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really visual, like you have the picture next to the person uh, next to the tasks, you know, you know, who is responsible for it. And there's a fun unicorns and rainbows add-on that you can do Uh, so that when you check something off, a unicorn flies across your screen. It's very gratifying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds perfect for you, for what I know of you and and the way your business works. Um, Exactly. And so, uh, you know, besides Asana for the team and and as a project management tool, are there any other particular tools you like or resources that you use or recommend in terms of productivity and, you know, managing time and space and stuff. Yeah. One of my other favorites is actually more analog. So Asana is, you know, an online tool. I'm a fan of having like a calendar, like a actual paper calendar for planning out some of the big picture pieces or mm-hmm. like, you know, by quarter, what things are the big launches. So Paper Source has a fabulous wall size calendar. I think it's called giant wall calendar. Um, if you go on papersource.com and I'm fortunate enough to have a wall in my office where I can fit all 12 months mm-hmm. at any, you know, I can have 12 months up at a time. So I post all the months up and I hang them with 3M hooks so that I can move them around. Obviously, you know, when the months end, then I'll scoot it over and then add the other months, but I always have, you know, 12 months up. And then I use colored sticky notes to map out different launches or programs that we have. And that helps me understand how our different offers are spread out over the year. 
because like I said, I can have a lot of creative ideas. And then when I notice, oh my God, there's like five stickies on the same day, that's not physically possible to execute. Uh, So it's just a good visual way for me to see what's going on in the business. What are we planning and how to, you know, then I take that high level piece. And then for each of those launches, then we go into Asana and actually assign all the tasks. So I don't have like super detailed tasks on the big wall calendar. That's more just to see what are the big projects that we're working on and then break it down into Asana. And I'm a big fan of having some way to get that big picture view uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you can get life gets busy and you're in the middle of just trying to live it from day to day and you kind of can get your head down in the weeds and not have that well, why am I doing it? You know, exactly. why am I doing all this stuff that I'm doing today that's keeping me so busy? And how did it happen that I've got, you know, 16 events going on in the month of September? I'm right. not even, I, clearly, I'm not going to sleep that month because, you know, I'm, I've got stuff going on and trips every day. And so to have that ability to take a, a step back and look at the wall or however you do it mm-hmm. and, and see that. Now, do you color code each project or so yeah so it's um i just do it by project so like we have a right brain business plan course that's going to be happening soon so all of those are blue the mentorship program that's over 10 months i have that in green and then we have like various kind of promotions or sales and i have those in pink and then kind of ongoing big communication pieces um, i have in yellow so that's kind of neat because literally if you stand across the room and look at it, you can see if every project is getting the time it needs or if there's, exactly. yeah, I like yeah. that. And it's a great way to kind of go back to that, um, how do I manage my time, but saying yes and no. So if, um, you know, somebody approaches me like, hey, do you want to help promote something or let's do a course together? And, you know, they say a certain date and I look at my calendar and like, Actually, I'm right in the middle of launching something, so that's not going to be a good time for me. So it's a it's an easier way for me to check, you know, is this a yes or a no? Very cool. I, I like that a lot. And I think I have seen that you've done at some point in the past some like a video, not, not I don't know if it's a you'd call it a tutorial, but you've got some video things where you've kind of shown how you do that calendar. Maybe it's just yeah. been part of some of your trainings that you've done that I've seen. Yeah, I did one like in 2012. That's really old, but it's on video. And then as part of Creative Live, when I was on for Right Brain Business Plan, we had a whole module. Uh, where I walked someone through that. Yeah, I mean, I just think that's really, it's a very cool idea. I do something on a smaller scale. I have a a one-year calendar that I have on my wall where I can kind of see, well, these are when I'm going out of town and these are, you know, different things like that. But I just find that really, really helpful. You know, let's, if you don't mind, let's take a minute and talk about the Right Brain Business Plan and um, your newer one, the Build Your Business the right brain way. Is that the right title? Mm-hmm. Building I'm, your business the right brain way. I'm, yep. I'm still reading that. And I will say, you mentioned earlier that you work with creative entrepreneurs and I don't consider myself that. I'm a lawyer by day. <laughs> Very, I guess, left brain most of the time. And and yet I, I really like your books. I I get intimidated by the, the artistic piece of it because I can't draw stick figures. But talk a little bit about why you came up with the, the right brain business plan. What's the philosophy behind it? What are you trying to accomplish with that and, and, and the people 
people that go through your program and read your book? What do they get mm-hmm. out of it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, first off, I would say for you, um, stick figures are fine. Like <laughs> the whole thing with um, Right Brain Business Plan is that you get to approach your business in whatever way feels good to you. So if if stick figures are what you love to do, um, that's absolutely totally acceptable and welcome. The Right Brain Business Plan really came out of my own need to have a creative way to look at my business. I was participating back in 2007, November 2007, an Art Everyday Month Challenge and had been doing various kind of art projects. And it was coming, you know, toward the end of the year. And I thought, oh, I should work on my business goals. And I decided to do a collage for what my vision was for then 2008, uh, the year, the next year. And I called it a right brain business plan because I didn't know what else to call it. And I posted it on my blog and people were like, that's really cool. That's your business plan. And they really resonated with it because it was so freeing. You know, we think of business plan and we think of a bunch of spreadsheets and a big thick binder. With and the executive of, summary. Executive and the, summary. Yeah. Exactly. And that just is intimidating to a lot of solopreneurs, a lot of heart-centered or creative types. But if you're running a business, you still need to know, you know, what are your goals? What do you want to achieve with your business? Who are you trying to help? And how much money are you going to make? All those things that you need to be thinking about. So why not find a way to do it that's fun and engaging and that gets you inspired about your business? And so that's the Right Brain Business Plan was born out of you know, my own just creative intuition of, hey, this is how I want to express my business and, uh, you know, at my kitchen table. And then it's grown into, you know, this this whole movement, which has been pretty exciting. Um, So it's really a way to look at all the traditional pieces of a business plan. You're um, we even do an executive summary, but we call it hearty highlights. <laughs> so a lot of things have just more fun, accessible names. Um, we look at, you know, who your perfect customers are. So we have a marketing plan. We look at um, the financials. So there's a moolah map exercise that uses post-it notes to make sure you're looking at the moolah coming in and the moolah going out and that you're reaching your financial goals. Um, and then action plans to make sure that you are actually doing the work to make the goals happen. And so that's pretty much what it entails. And, uh, you know, the standard stuff that goes into running a business, um, but done in a fun, accessible way. And I, you know, I just think that the approach that you take is probably very appealing to a lot of women who want to operate whatever kind of business. I mean, I think of when I think of you, I think of artists, I think of, literally painters and sculptors and people that design clothing and stuff. But it really, I I mean, it really resonated with me, even though I'm not, I don't consider myself artistic. I just really liked the approach, the lightheartedness Mm -hmm. of the approach toward getting all that information together that the lawyer in me needs to know, and your accountant is going to need to know, and your banker is certainly going to want to know. Right. But to do it in a way, and you you have folks create 
what do you call those, the fold-out? Oh, the accordion books? The accordion books or all kinds of different creative ways. I listened to your webinar last week and yeah, yeah, really enjoyed hearing the different ways that people were putting their information together into ways that I guess speak to the heart as well as to the brain. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And yeah, we definitely attract artists and, you know, designers, you know, the typical kind of quote unquote creative types. And uh, it certainly speaks to, you know, heart centered people. We've had lawyers in our program. So it's really anyone who kind of bristles at the normal way of doing things like the traditional approaches who wants to still take their business seriously, but to have fun while they're doing it. And this, I think the biggest thing is uh, the approach gives you permission to do it in your own way. Uh, Some people have even done like, you know, an interpretive dance or written a poem or just pure writing. Like Mm -hmm. they're not visual, they're more um, verbal. And so they will write something out, but it's really that permission slip to have it be your own authentic expression. And you actually, as part of your business, you have kits and things together, Mm -hmm. materials and resources for people who want to to follow this method and or try this approach and maybe just want to have somebody hand them all the stuff they need exactly. to put it together. Yeah. I think that's yeah. very cool. Because sometimes people are like, it could be anything. Like I, I don't know. And they spend that's... all their time. Like, should it be a big collage? Should it be in a binder? Should it be like, yeah. don't worry about it. Like beware of the form, the, the pretty plan. You just yeah. want to get the stuff on. So yeah, we have a kit that includes if you want to do the accordion book format and there's some fun cards that relate to exercises in the book to help you go through the process. And I'll be sure and put links to all those things in the in the show notes for anybody who's listening who might want to check it out because I, I just think it's very cool. And I, I love the stuff that you do. It's just very, it appeals to my, it's just pretty. I just find it pretty, you know? That's so, uh, Well, that's one of my values is beauty. So yeah. I, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So with all that you have going on in running a business that has, you know, is really thriving and dealing with your coaching and, and product development and writing books and all that, I always love to ask the same question of every one of my guests because we get different answers every time and I always learn something. And so the question, and it's kind of a two-parter, is... Do you ever have a day when it just, it all gets away from you or you get completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track? Absolutely. I had uh, a couple of those last week. (laughs) (laughs) Partly it's just like getting back into the swing of things, you know, after the holidays. Um, And the day that I hosted my webinar, there was a little bit of technical issues. So right after I had to like get on the phone and figure that out and what I had planned for the day kind of went awry. The big kind of signal of when that's happening, our kitchen was like a disaster because I hadn't unloaded the dishwasher. Like my husband came home and was like, what is going on? (laughs) The great thing is he helps with the kitchen. And then another, I think over the weekend, like the laundry room was crazy. So those are signs when like I'm overloaded or things are not, you know, going as planned. Um, What helps me uh, one of the things is I have a great husband who will, you know, pitch in and help clean up because he knows that's a signal to him that I'm stressed out. Yeah. And then, you know, just kind of going back to after putting out fires, okay, what is, what's the priority? What's on task? And then kind of pushing the less urgent things 
out um, and then making time for the important things. But it definitely, you know, it happens. Yeah, I, the first part of that question is really a no-brainer. Everybody has days like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have to find our ways to cope with them, but that's one of the reasons I love asking that question because we can all learn from each other's approaches. Exactly. Um, and then I think the biggest thing is self-compassion because mm. I can get really upset with myself like, ah, you know, mm. the, the house is a disaster and I didn't get what I got what I wanted to get done, done. And I had to remind myself, like, actually, here are, you know, the things that I got done, some of them not work related, but took up time during the day, and but they were important to do. So acknowledging that and then acknowledging what did get done. And yeah. that is, you know, that the day of the webinar, we got to impact hundreds of people to help them, you know, with their big visions. And that's what was really important for the day. And that got done. So Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think we often, and I, I don't know if women do this more often than men, but I know that a lot of us do this. We don't give ourselves credit for what we did accomplish. We're so, we're quick to sort of beat up on ourselves for what we didn't do. Absolutely. And not, yeah. you know, not take a look and not even, I, I loved your phrase, self-compassion. We're not even as compassionate with ourselves as we are with the people we don't like, you exactly. know? Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely helped me get through those past couple of days of like, you know, writing down, like I actually got this done and this done. Those were really important and that's enough. Yeah. It's absolutely. really enough. Yeah. So Jennifer, what's on the horizon for you? Do you have any new books coming out or, or new projects that you're, you're launching? that you can tell us about? Yeah, well, actually, my focus is to just keep on having spaciousness. So not a whole lot of new projects. I don't have a book on deck. Um, I'm looking to really just take care of myself. And that's been kind of the big lesson for me in growing the business. You know, obviously, in the second book, I write about sustainability and, you know, you teach what you must learn. <laughs> so yeah. that's for so sure. My, yeah. Last year, my focus, you talked about three words. I uh, was focusing on health, home and happiness. And, you know, I'm carrying that forward uh, in this year as well with a couple of other things. But really, it's, you know, keeping the spaciousness and the self-care and, uh, staying focused on that and deepening what already exists, um, leveraging, you know, the existing offers that we have and helping people in a deeper way. Well, and you do, all, you have a lot to offer in the materials that you already have. So I think that's, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I don't need to add a bunch more. Just <laughs> keep on working yeah, with just to be doing it, making it better. Exactly. And I yeah. think we can easily get caught up in you know, what's the next thing? And, you know, a lot of people ask me that, like, what's the next thing? And it's like, I get to say, actually, it's, you know, more of the same because the same, what's already happening is pretty great. Yeah, definitely. So where can people connect with you online or find out more if they want to learn more about you or about your business and, and about the Right Brain Business Plan? Mm, yeah, thank you. Uh, probably the best way is visiting the website, rightbrainbusinessplan.com. We have a sign-up there if you wanted to sign up and get um, play sheets from both of the books. They're really fun, colorful, illustrated play sheets. And there's a couple of guided visualizations and a fun video teaching that I do to help you do an assessment of your business. But, of course, in a fun, right brain way. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, and again, we'll make sure that uh, I have, we'll have links to the website in the show notes so folks can find that there. Before we go, do you have, you know, this show is called The Productive Woman, and the goal of, of the show is to help the listener find the tools and the encouragement they need to accomplish the things they care about most and make a life that matters. And in that context, I mean, I think you've shared some things that are going to be helpful in that way. Do you have any last words for the listener who might be looking for some help in getting things done and, and making a life that matters? Mm-hmm. I think I want to reiterate the piece about self-compassion, actually, because mm-hmm. I imagine, you know, if you're listening to Laura's podcast, you have a lot of great goals that you want to accomplish. That's why you're looking at productivity. and you, Your eyes are probably bigger than your stomach, <laughs> you know, in terms of what you want to accomplish. And it can be so easy to get down on yourself if you're not as productive as you want to be or you didn't quite make the goals for the day. The fact that you're staying committed to what you're wanting to put out in the world and um, taking care of yourself and making a positive impact, like I think those are more important than checking things off a to-do list. So always going back to what really matters and why you're doing the work and showing yourself compassion um, if things go off track, because they will. (laughs) It's life. Absolutely. I think that's great advice. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for taking time to talk with me today. Oh, you're very welcome. It's been my pleasure. I really appreciate Jennifer taking the time to share with us thoughts about her life, how she manages a busy life, and for her great insights on creativity and following your passions. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Jennifer? Is there anything that she said that really connected with you? We'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out. You can ask your questions or share your thoughts a couple of different ways. If you go to theproductivewoman.com slash 76 and scroll down to the comments section, you can comment there and I'll make sure if you have a question for Jennifer that she sees it. You can also share your thoughts publicly on the Productive Woman's Facebook page. If you want to talk with me privately about something on this episode or anything else for that matter, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or as always, you can leave a voice message by going to the website or the Facebook page. If you're enjoying the show, as always, I would ask that you consider helping me out a couple of different ways. First of all, tell somebody about the show. If there's a woman in your life, or a guy for that matter, who you think could benefit from the things we talk about, be sure and point them to it and show them how they can subscribe. And in addition, you can also help out by leaving a review of The Productive Woman on iTunes or in Stitcher. There are links to do both in the show notes, or you can simply go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher. And I really appreciate hearing your feedback. So thanks for that. Don't forget to take advantage of the special offer from our sponsor, Nosby, to set up your 30-day free Nosby Pro trial. Go to nosby.com slash woman and let me know what you think uh, after you've given it a try. And remember that if you decide you want to stick with it after the trial ends, and I'll be real surprised if you don't, you can get a 10% discount by using the coupon code WOMAN. And once again, thank you so much to Nosby for supporting The Productive Woman. 
And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you for spending this time with me and with Jennifer. I hope you found something in the show that is helpful to you. And I look forward to hearing your feedback on the show. I also look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.